Hey friends, welcome back. We've missed the 12 and a half and we have some fun stuff planned for the rest of the year. I wanted to tell you about, uh, we have some dates locked in and some live podcasts uh, in the works. Um, I'll just give you the whole schedule. Some of these dates are with TJ, some without. Uh, this week, uh, I'll be at the Tacoma Comedy Club. Uh, that's April 12th through 14th uh, at the Tacoma Comedy Club. Come on out and say hello. Uh, May 9th through 13th, I'll be at the Looney Bin in Little Rock, Arkansas. I know we have a lot of fans in Arkansas, so uh, looking forward to meeting you. Now, we have a bunch of funny bone dates coming up, TJ and I. Uh, they're four-day dates on the Thursday and Sunday. I'll be headlining. TJ will be coming in on the weekend, and we will be scheduling some live podcasts. So here are some of those dates. Uh, Memorial Day weekend, May 24th through 27th. I'll be at the Omaha Funny Bone. TJ will be there that weekend. Keep an eye out for a live podcast that weekend. Zanies in Nashville, June 22nd through 24th. That's with TJ. We'll probably do a live podcast on that Sunday. July 5th through 8th, I'll be at the Columbus Funny Bone. TJ will be there that weekend. August 20, August 2nd through 5th, uh, I'll be at the Virginia Beach Funny Bone. TJ will be there that weekend. August 9th through 12th at the Syracuse Funny Bone. Same deal for that one. So we've got a lot of dates coming up, and uh, we're looking forward to doing more podcasts. And uh, if you'd like to know about some of the changes that have happened with the show, uh, I made an announcement on the last cash withdrawal episode, which is also on iTunes. So check that out if you get a chance. And uh, good to be back. Looking forward to it. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Welcome all ye! No, 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 no. Hear ye, hear ye. Announcing. No, 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 no. The hear ye needs to be more. Hear ye, hear ye. Yeah, that's better. I like that. I like that. Announcing the first person! Hear ye, hear ye! I'm practicing my announcing skills. Like to announce people when they come into a room or something like that. Like, what's your name, sir? Nelson. Announcing Nelson! Oh, see, that doesn't work at all. Because that sounded kind of bad at the end there. And like... Oh, what's your name? James. James. Hear ye, hear ye. Welcome, James. <laughs> yeah, that definitely doesn't work. What's your name, sir? Pat. Pat. 
Introducing Pat. That was a little bit better, right? Yeah, there we go. I'm also trying to start a um, a band, a trombone, sort of a slide trombone-led band. But I'm missing a train whistler. And so right now I'm kind of looking for someone who's proficient at the train whistle. And it's just hard to find. I put uh, ads out on Craigslist, uh, Greg's List, uh, Jeg's List, which is uh, this guy Jeg that I know. His father's name was Greg. His mother's name was uh, Jen. And uh, no, so Jeg. So. No, his mother's name was Greg. His, his, mother, his mother's name was Jen. His father's name is Greg. That's right. Thank you, sir, for catching that. Hear ye, hear ye. Thank you for the correction. So if I could just find a train whistler, I feel like I'd have a band. Yeah. Wait, what in the? Who in the? What in the? What's that? Horton. Ladies and gentlemen, Cash Levy, give a round of applause. Ladies and gentlemen, Cash Levy. This is really exciting. I, can I just give out a? I heard there was an ad uh, where someone wanted a uh, train whistle. whistler. So I, That's right. I flew all the way to West Nile. Did you see that direct. on Jags list? On uh, Jags list. Jags yeah, list. Yeah, yeah, that's a different list. That's yeah, a, I I flew all the way. That's a list solely for people who are fans <laughs> of the television the show. The television show Jag. Yeah. And they list their items on the. Oh you know. yeah, yeah, and you know I've been on Jags list even uh, from the inception of the show. And I would be careful. Be, care, be careful with um, what you say because we do have a corrector in here. Is what I like to call. Oh, we do. <laughs> so there there is a gentleman in the room who will helpfully correct you if there's a problem. But so let's. Let's hear a little bit of your training. Yeah, this is, uh, I mean, I got your ad and I was like, you know what? I don't have a lot to do. I've been having trouble getting uh, guests on my podcast. That's why it's been. So uh, you're trying to make That's why the meet. hiatus has happened. Yeah, yeah, the sabbatical. And so uh, I've had taken a the little sabbatical. sabbatical. Yes, the unpaid leave. And I thought, you know, maybe you could utilize some of your other skills. And uh, one of my uh, kind of hidden treasures, as my wife likes to call it, is my. A uh, train whistle. Yes. She also refers yes. to your penis as that. How Not you, the hidden treasure, but the train whistle. How did yeah. you how did you know? Well, she told me. Yeah. Uh, over email. Is, it's not a weird thing. Yeah. I actually uh, forged this train whistle from a, uh, a, a sapling in my backyard. Yeah, you whittled it. I whittled it from You've a... You've been whittling uh, since you were a child. I, I, I like to whittle uh, in my spare time, and then I whittle it down to this... Uh, uh, this train whistle and listen to the uh, timber of it. Okay, I, you really there it is. You because you really were blocking with your hands the. Well, I the do holes. it a little differently. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, yeah. I, I put some holes in there too. Wow, that is so impressive and very quiet, very hey, soft. You know what? It, Let's try and play a little ditty okay, together. Just before right? we, Do we yeah. have any requests from the audience here at the live podcast? You know, that's live taping. Oh, wait a second. Are we doing it? You want to do a podcast today? Well, I was recording all of my slide trombone. You know what? We might as stuff. well. Do you want to do our show? Uh, just because I, I re-listened to the announcing that I do with the slide trombone, and then I uh, I kind of learned from it. And do you guys, we, there's actually worse. a few people here. I think they were here to just view your your like you you the drew a crowd. Well, I've been trying to announce people, so Different I put people. an ad in Jag's list. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it might have been Jags list. Now that I think it's about Jags it, it's Jags list. Trust and me. And a lot of uh, Jag offices, they call them. Came. I mind. 
uh, Jag offs are people yeah. obviously that find an ad off of Jag's yeah, list. Absolutely. And I'm on, then I'm, on, can... I'm on all the lists. Hawaii Five O list. Yeah, and that's, there's that one. Uh, the Wings list. <laughs> Which is both going, for Buffalo t- Wings and it, fans of the show Wings. Taking it way back. Yeah, taking it way back. Too close for comfort re- list? <laughs> I, I like to reference <laughs> very old television shows. I mean, stuff that is even before my time. You know? Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, lots of old ones. The Andy Griffith show list. Introducing an Andy Griffith reference. Hey, wow, that was pretty. You know what? Together. I haven't seen you forever. Thank you. Let's do our let's do our podcast. Would you, you guys re, Would you, you guys, guys like to hear, hear the podcast? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. There we go. Well, I'll put my slide trombone down. Somebody recently pointed out to me that um, all trombones are slide trombones, and I said, "Hey, fuck you, man! Like, what's <laughs> like, what is your problem that you uh, had to? The, that, that's your bone to pick. Uh, is that there's no non-sliding trombones? Uh, so yeah, let me put this away and let's, let's do the podcast. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent ish. <laughs> that was the sound of me precariously trying to put my trombone. This is cashing in with TJ Miller. Yes, get yeah! After the hiatus, it's been a little while since we've been able to do an episode, and we are surrounded. We're at a. Uh, where are we? We're in a. We're levity line. We're in a, the top of a mall. We're over a. Um, we're actually doing this. This mall has been built on top of a. Uh, uh, a burial, a burial ground. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's what I and, heard. And uh, a lot of di- a lot of people died building this uh, fantastic achievement of a of a mall. Oh, they, so they were burying people that built the mall. Oh and yeah, died. it took. It took I they mean, built they, them under the mall. Hey, listen, if yeah. I was building a mall and I died. While constructing a lids, I'd like to be buried under there too. It was actually with, with a personalized sort of uh, yeah, coffin the, cover, just like a personalized of, lids. Yeah, a lot exactly. of people passed away during the uh, the Outback Steakhouse portion of the build. That was the uh, great Outback Steakhouse because they were eating steak but, as they were building. Well, I, and sampling I, there, the items. There was the great awesome blossom fire of 2012, <laughs> or is it a blooming onion? It is. <laughs> We've got a very helpful crowd here. Yeah, we're uh, in West West Nyack, New York, which I didn't know where it was. Existed, yeah. Um, when I got your ad on Jag's List, uh, <laughs> I thought it was Manhattan that you were, you know, that I was coming to, and then I flew in and because uh, you just had mispronounced Nyack as Nyack, right? Exactly. I thought it was Manhattan, and you know, it's very similar spellings, Nyack and Manhattan, lots yeah. of similar uh, letters. And especially for someone that can't spell. And so <laughs> so I came and I didn't realize just where this is. And I still don't quite understand uh, where Nyack is. Uh, well, I do know one thing, and that's that we've been doing shows here and they've been great. Um, uh, but one in one of the shows I mentioned, I said, how many people are from West Nyack? And this is true. Every show, we've done three shows here now. Only one person has said yes. And then, and then yeah. the only other person that's responded said, it's just Nyack. It's not West Nyack. And I said, well, thank you, madam. And first of all, you should have checked that attitude at the motherfucking door. Everyone, and second of all, yeah. tell that to the sign on the highway that says West Nyack. Yeah. 
and everyone's from Jersey. The every, entire, yeah. We really should have done the well, show. Well, we did Jersey. one. We did one show where ev- almost every single person was from New Jersey, and what a bunch of dicks. And also, <laughs> also what a bunch of dicks that when I told them that directly, they were like, "Yeah!" <laughs> like they love it. They They're clap so at proud weird things it. here. At one point, there was someone in the crowd that I said, um, "Well, this guy, how tall are you?" And he said, "I'm six nine. And the crowd went crazy. They were clapping, and I'm like, they're applauding the length of his legs. That's sort of strange, Or right? they drank milk growing up, but it has nothing that's really, to do but that's with... That's really what we're doing when we watch basketball. You're really just rooting for the length of people's legs, really. I don't think that's entirely In the case. Much, I, 95% of the population is eliminated at birth from playing professional basketball. I know people will say, oh, Spud Webb was 5'7". Yeah, there's three or four exceptions. But most of us could never play professional basketball. And well, I, no, I think you it could should, not. I, I think, think it yeah. should be. It's a circ. It's a. It should be a, in the circus. I mean, it's not a real. You think that basketball a, should be in the circus? Should be played in the circus. They're freaks. Cash has a seen, lot of opinions that are very popular. I want to tell you that. No, but have you ever seen a group of basketball people walking through the airport? They are. They are. They're basically human giraffes well, walking the, through. The, they're the, giraffes the, walking through the airport. I'm saying I, they I, are freaks. I think there's. And, and I say that. Okay. And I, I like basketball. <laughs> All right, to all, to all of you listening that are over 6'3", <laughs> fuck you, uh, you strange weirdo. Go hide. Be a recluse. Uh, go into the hills. Find a cave. Stay away. Uh, I think that it's um, very, very frustrating and kind of um, almost a form of not racism, but just like a form. I don't know what heidism? to call it. Heidism. Okay. It's a form of heidism. It's heidism when yeah. people say to very tall people, well, hey, did you ever play, you ba- play basketball? Yeah, do you play basketball? Have you ever played basketball? They don't say that about other people. You don't see someone who's like got jeans on that are kind of riding down and you can see their ass crack. You're not like, you plumber. <laughs> you must be a plumber. Are you a plumber? But if you people ask like, often, and then it's the saddest thing when someone no. who's very, very tall and you say, so, did you, you know, do, do you play basketball? And and they say no. They always look so look sad because they're like, I know, but I have trouble in getting into most cars. Yeah, but I, that's, what I'll that's say, the upside of this. If I ask them if they play basketball, they say no. Then I'll say, then you're a waste of a tall person. No, no, I, I would never say such. Only a, thing. a smaller man would say yeah. that. I no. have to be honest. You know with what? You. A lot of people. That's, come a, to that's me. like no, the. Uh, how's the weather up there? That is the meanest yeah, that's thing. A mean one. But a lot of people say. ask me if I'm a jockey. And that's very hurtful. That is kind of hurtful, actually. <laughs> you do have the build of a great jockey, though. They go, you're tiny. Do you, are you a jockey? And you're it, good it with horses. Yeah, yeah. It's so, good to be back. And it's nice to see that your equipment has really held up for the show, uh, especially this windscreen that keeps us kind of riding up here towards you. I, you can even maybe take the- that off because there's not a... There's not a ton of wind in this room. It's it's the uh, it's the yeah it's the microphone condom. Um, but we're we're in we're in. I'm just Nyack. gonna spin it because I don't want it to be distracting to the um, the people watching. I'm staying at a hotel that actually uh, overlooks a uh, graveyard. So he yeah he, yep that's where we're at in show business. He got he got a graveyard yeah. view room. Graveyard view, and I wonder if anyone's ever checked in and asked for it. You know, I had a graveyard view last time. I think I'd like to. And I just liked it. It just reminded me of my own mortality. And there's something about the headstones that just it's kind of an aphrodisiac. So if I could have a graveyard view, please. Yeah, and then my view is of just like a cesspool. Yeah, it, that's very real. And I, this isn't a comment on West Nyack, but it, I overlook really actually 
a pool that is just has green stuff in it and it, it's a it's a literal cesspool so i guess what we're saying is the hotels here have just beautiful views <laughs> here in west nyack uh yeah is is anybody in the room from uh nyack nope no she's gonna speak for the group she actually took a <laughs> She, she, she kind of took, took the pulse of the room. But what uh, I do like is people people are drinking during the afternoon. We always encourage that if we're doing a podcast, especially live. And I see one guy's got a Red Bull, and I, but I think that that's just you gearing up to really start drinking in about ten minutes. Yeah. And we're gonna do a little adventure after the show, and that's we won't. Tease we got, we've got a we've big got a big plan. surprise oh, plan for everybody that, that showed up. Yeah. Um, because we love doing live podcasts, but we so rarely get to do them. Uh, only the people in the room can tell this, but I made the terrible decision. I had that thought where I was like, what about a sport coat over a sweater? And uh, I've been sweating so much that I actually have completely detoxified the the drugs that I took last you're night. On a, you're on a cleanse, a sport I, coat cleanse. I, a sport coat sweater cleanse. That would be so funny when people, because it is annoying. What kind of cleanse are you doing? In Los Angeles. I'm going to overdress. <laughs> That's, That's my version of cleansing. It's a sweating cleanse. Yeah, uh, yeah there's so many people, especially in Los Angeles, that... You know, so I'm on a cleanse. My sister recently did the 30 for 30. Have you guys heard this? Thir- is that what it's called? The 30 for 30? It's 30 for 30. Thir- like you, you can't eat anything pretty much. You, basi- you can't basically, it's also called anorexia. Starve yourself. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, but it, it is. It's for 30 name. Yeah. days you can't eat like almost anything. There's almost nothing that you can eat. And um, yeah, it's really, really terrible. And she seemed very unhappy. And for listeners of the podcast, Cash knew me when I was, I have to cut weight. I'm doing that right now for parts sometimes. And he saw me, we did a podcast and I had we not did about eaten eight episodes where he hadn't eaten carbohydrates uh, for three days. In th- no, no, um, in 30 days. We called those episodes the blue period. <laughs> it was he, a sad time His body for me. was literally eating itself as we did the shows and it was hard to watch. Yeah, uh, it, it is. It's yeah. it's not fun uh, to cut weight. The 30 for 30 is like, seems too much. Yeah, yeah it seems like too much. It was yeah. so Oh, did you do it? No. Oh, no. <laughs> I like your reaction. No, fuck no. No, no, no. no, no. I, I ate two calzones on the way over here. I, I, yeah, I was driving with one in each hand on either side. You know, um, this, this actually brings us to something that we like to do on the show. Uh, this will be apropos with the topic. Uh, we like to call this section the Triple Banger Lightning Round. Triple Banger Lightning Round. And we do actually have one or two of the 12 and a half in the room, we do, we which do. is exciting. We have half, one of the halves. There, there are less than 12 people in the room, which I think is important because that we have, I don't know if those of you that don't listen, we have 12 and a half listeners uh, for the podcast. And some people claim to be the half. Um, I haven't met the half yet. Uh, We surmise that it is perhaps just a lower torso. The the half gets a lot of jockey questions, too, so (laughs) it's got to be difficult. Triple banger lightning round. Question Question one. one, Question one. 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 Uh, This revolves around the club sandwich. The club sandwich, enough with the third piece of bread? I don't need a, 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 I mean, I've never been eating a, a sandwich and thought, you know, I need, there's not a, I need a third piece right in the middle. Well, it's essentially uh, eating. What am I, do I need? It's like the skyscraper of sandwiches. Do I need to dislocate my jaw to eat a sandwich? Yeah. What am I? What am I a boa constrictor? Mammals? Mammals? <laughs> Take a break. <laughs> Reptiles? You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, I, think I flew all the way out here for that joke. It, it is. <laughs> 
I just wanted to go, mammals, take a break. Reptiles, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it, it, it is true that you never take a bite of a club sandwich where it doesn't just all fall onto the plate. It's ridiculous. That's why they it's have to put a piece of wood through it. There's a stick There's in your sandwich. Steak. It's not even a wood. It's a steak. And, and, and I don't understand. It can be used as a gravestone. If, you know, how many people for the first time have had a club sandwich and not known that there was a toothpick in it? There must have been a lot of people that have like choked yeah. on and then been like, why in the hell did you put yeah. a stick, a it's sharp a stick at it's that? It's a spear. It's a and spear. then there's an argument. You got the general manager of the restaurant saying, well, that's why it has the little cellophane at the top so that you can see. Yeah. It's like, you dark. like a little Christmas ornament. Yeah. Uh, I think a club sandwich is a person wanting to eat two sandwiches, but being a little ashamed of needing four pieces of bread. So they say, let's combine two sandwiches with just a single piece of bread in between. And give me a full one of those sandwiches, and I'll dislocate my jaw to try and fit it in there. Uh, I've never been a big fan of the club sandwich. Are you a club no, sandwich No, I mean, fan? this is my problem with it. I always take out the, the middle piece of bread. So you just make it a kind of a bigger sandwich. Yeah. If we know what's sad is then that means that that piece of the bread, is you're kicking it out of the club. I kick it out of the club. But It's no what? longer in the club. It's, it's an actual situation where that piece of bread is like, what, the other two pieces of bread right. get to stay in the club and I have to leave? But here's what ends up happening. You put it on the side of the plate, you finish the club sandwich, and then you go back and eat it separately. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't sometimes you? you're, you always, you're sort of like yeah. I, I, uh, I, I started ordering because sometimes I when you when I do cut weight, one of the things that you have to do is you don't eat six hours before you go to sleep, and you eat absolutely nothing that comes from agriculture, so no carbohydrates at all. And um, like for instance, I just ate uh, a lox plate with no bagel. Um, which was very delicious. Although from your face, I can tell that you do not think that would be the case. Uh, although I don't know how many Coronas you've had, so that may face just maybe like I feel like I'm sick already um, from all this talk of club sandwiches. But the reason that I started ordering it and saying you know no bread is I ordered a hamburger once and I didn't eat the bread, and I had a real moment with the waiter where she was kind of disappointed in me for wasting the bread. And gave me like kind of a look, and I was like, "Thank you, that was delicious." And she was like, "Well, most of it was." <laughs> she chastised me for wasting the bread, and the she's right; she can't. Yeah, you know, I, I, waiters can overstep their bounds because I have ordered a club before and had them say, "I say, well, no mayonnaise," and I had one waitress uh, go, "Well, what's the point then?" <laughs> That's like the, that, that's that's that's, that's, what a, makes that's an the integral sandwich. part of the sandwich. That is. Now, what if you ordered it without the third piece? Would yeah, that, then that blow the that the would, person's that would mind. They wouldn't even know yeah. what to do. Yeah, that, you know, and that actually a club sandwich without the bread in the middle is just a bigger sandwich. <laughs> that wasn't meant to be funny. That's just yeah. fact. Triple banger lightning round. Question, question two, two. Question two. two. Uh, Ivan the Terrible. You had to know him. Okay, I'm going to need just a little bit more information, just a tiny bit more. I just wonder if anybody defended Ivan the Terrible. It's the worst, it's the most mean-spirited nickname in history, right? Yeah, but he must have been pretty terrible. Okay, he must have been a pretty terrible guy, but do you think someone defended him and be like, you got to get to know him? Yeah, he must have had a friend or two that were like, you know, you guys keep calling him Ivan the Terrible. He's more Ivan the pretty bad guy, you know? Uh, but that's like uh, that's like Norm MacDonald's joke. I don't know if you guys have seen his special, but he's got a great joke about Hitler had a dog, 
And so that's so strange that there, there are all these people. He's the most hated man in history. But there was a dog that was running around during the day that's like, when's Hitler getting home? <laughs> <laughs> and I like, I always get my biggest laughs doing Norm MacDonald bits. <laughs> Tell these stuff from his Netflix special. Ah, oh, so sad. Um, um, yeah. Triple banger lightning round. Question, Question three. three. Question three. Uh, Wednesday. Why are you spelling your name that way, you piece of shit? Wow, I have never heard somebody directly angry be angry at a day to the point of calling it a piece of shit. I'm, it's ridiculous. It's like a spelling bee in the middle of the week. Yeah, and Nobody, why, why every we, single time you're spelling it for your entire life, aren't you like, is this really how this is spelled? That was the it doesn't case. Doesn't sound like that. Was that was the case, but now I've got practical living in the modern yeah. age. Okay, I've got just which is a section that we do on the podcast, yeah. and that is that I truly, in my mind always say and i started doing this a long time ago uh uh wednesday so i keep the d in there wednesday now that i'm saying it out loud it doesn't really make sense actually no it's wed wednesday wednesday yeah so that's sort of how i say it thursday doesn't do this to us no thursday thursday wears its heart on its sleeve thursday's so genuine thursday doesn't uh thursday isn't it's not thursday there's Nesday. There's Nesday. There's Yeah, Nobody. I think Sunday is the most honest of all. Sunday and Monday really just come forward and say, don't worry about it. But you're right. Hump, I have the utmost- I, that's probably why they call it hump day, because they're sick of spelling Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I, I guess I always thought of it as, yeah, you got to have those tricks. Like um, I thought of Wednesday as Wendy wedding a day. So, and again, now that I say that out loud, it seems even more complicated. But I do want to share with the listeners, and I don't know if I've shared this before, um, but this is a trick. I grew up having my parents always get upset at me when I would say, like, Kate and I instead of Kate and me when I misused that. Do you guys ever have your parents do that? And I hated that so much, and they would always say... Well, the first is a participle, and it's the direct object. Why? And they really, really, they, they would really make me feel bad about it, yeah. but they wouldn't be able to explain it. And then somebody told me one day, they said, all you have to do is take out the other person and see if the sentence makes sense. So when I, instead of, when if I say, uh, Kate and me went to the store, uh, I, it wouldn't make sense to say, me went to the store. Well, there you go. So you've totally fixed it. It's the easiest. If they just explained it like that, I would have gotten it right for the rest of my life. Instead, just 15 years, 18 years of just terror. You know, my father would beat me with a switch, not uh, not like a like a light switch. So it was a very it was a very tall, small piece of plastic, and it really didn't hurt that much at all. To be honest with you, I think it hurt his hand more than anything else. Your conversation with your mom last night. Teacher's talking to his mom on the speakerphone in the green room last night. And, uh, and don't ask me at all if, if this is okay to put on the podcast. <laughs> I mean, well, I, I he's just going right into it. I mean, I don't think your, your, your private conversation with your wife yeah. about your sexual intercourse last night was really something. I'd like to share it with you 
uh, she was I'll talking about it. your train whistle I'll, and <laughs> said that it just wasn't functioning uh, like she'd no, like I'll, it I'll to. No, I'll, I'll cut it out if if, if, it's, no, no, too, no, 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 if no. it's too. But but it remind. I mean, it's it. We all have almost identical conversations, whoever we are, wherever we're from, with our moms. Because your mom, the first thing she's like, she, he's going to go visit at some point. I'll give you the exact dates soon. And uh, <laughs> and the address. The it's and near Cheeseman Park in Denver. That'd get kind of creepy if you if you just I give you all that information. But uh, but she, the first thing she said, she's like, we have a lot of stuff in your room that we you could really take back and clear out. Uh, and my mom's yeah, doing we're the trying same to thing. get rid of things. Yeah, we're trying to get rid of things. So you feel free to take back you know, to take some of your stuff. And that's the conversation I've been having with my mom too. Uh, but you know. yours is about well, mine's about the trophies. My mom's like, <laughs> I you know I'm sure you're still proud of your trophy when you were nine when you won the swimming meet, but. Um, we'd like it out of here at some point. Uh, <laughs> can you imagine? Yeah, but she will not situ- throw it away, which is cool. That's what's awesome about moms. But can you right? imagine a situation where you live in a house where you're like, we really need this space. These trophies are just taken up. A trophy is not a very big thing. Yeah, you know, if yeah. it was like an ottoman that belonged to your grandmother, then I could understand why they might <laughs> want to get rid of it, which is a true story. I had an ottoman that my grandmother gave me and uh, they got rid of it. And that was pretty, I was depressed for a while. <laughs> Let me put it this way. I haven't kicked my feet up on something for a long time. <laughs> and I've noticed that about you. Uh, yeah, I always keep my feet uh, planted firmly on the ground and my ottomans in my memories. Yeah, I'm going to talk, I'm going to want to talk to you about where you were. When you weren't wherever you are now, where were you? I haven't seen you in a while. Have things been good? Everything's you know, good? it's been up and down. Uh, it's there were a couple months. A uh, couple bumps. Continue. No, a couple months of just bumps living, breathing. Yeah. Uh, a nightmare and then with kind of a stalker mentally ill type person that Kate and I knew in college kind of coming back into our life that's a very scary part about being famous is that you're very exposed and people can find out where you are and um and that there, you know, if someone is mentally ill, they can really, really. Steven Spielberg, that I'm, I'm watching a, a documentary on, and when we're taping this, actually, Ready Player One is coming out on Thursday. I don't know if you guys are excited yeah. for that. I am very excited, and the book is excellent. If you haven't read the book, you got to read the book. But Steven Spielberg had a stalker that was able to figure out what hotel he was in, rented a room below it, and had thought that through his movies. Spielberg was asking this guy to rape him, which is very scary and not funny at all. And Kristen Stewart and um, my wife, who was in a, um, she's a mixed media artist. A lot of the listeners know Kate, uh, has an installation right now about emotional abuse because she was in an emotionally abusive relationship, but she bonded with Kristen Stewart. I did a film with Kristen Stewart called Underwater that's coming out uh, in, in, I think, the end of the summer or in the fall. Uh, and Kristen Stewart had the, the police found a guy kind of lurking outside of her residence. And when they checked his car in the, the trunk was rope and a knife and duct tape. And he was planning on raping and killing her and killing her parents. And she and, and Kate was like, that's the most terrifying thing that I've heard. And Kristen Stewart was like, yeah, that was just one of the. One of the stories that I have. So that's been pretty bumpy for yeah. Kate and I, finding out kind of the more famous we become, the more exposed we are. But also um, some real ups because I am really excited about the stuff that is coming out. The Deadpool trailer just dropped. Yeah. I don't know if you guys saw that. And so, and and it, and it tested higher 
in Dallas, which I'm not sure I trust, but uh, <laughs> it, te- it actually tested higher than the original. So this might be one of those sequels that is funnier than the original. I think the original is really funny. So one of the ups is that Kate is skyrocketing as an artist in New York City, um, which I that's actually more fun for me to watch than any of my own success. And that I'm sort of involved in or in the movies um, or that you know the films that are they're coming out over the course of the next year that I'm a fan of like I'm excited to see just like um, in part leaving Silicon Valley uh, you know allows me to do more stand-up but it allows me to watch it as a fan because I am a real fan of the show but when you watch a show that you're on you kind of I don't really critique myself but you kind of remember that day and you remember everything associated so there's no way to really get into the story or the characters so I'm excited about that but um, also How to Train Your Dragon 3 it's like I've enjoyed those first two so much and that third one is coming out at the end of the summer I don't know if you guys are fans your reaction sort of implies that you're not at all you're really excited about RPO and then Deadpool 2 and then I mentioned How to Train Your Dragon 3 and you're like we're not fucking children all right uh but that one's going to be a lot funnier because it is hard it is hard to watch yourself and i think that 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 shows a level of depth i mean when i hear about somebody uh like i've never even heard this podcast before we've done uh, almost 200 of them but i've never actually heard it because i don't want to listen to myself i can't watch myself is Uh, that true that's not true no i've never really listened You've listened no, to it. In no. the beginning, you listened to all. No, 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 no. Really? No, 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 no. No, not. I won't listen. I don't to listen it. to them just because I don't think they're a very good podcast. You know? <laughs> they're better. I like no, Doug's right. loves movies. It's hard to listen. It's hard Doug's to watch. Doug's love movies. Uh, that would be a great podcast. It's about all the Dougs that like movies, just all over think the that world. That was the most disturbing thing about some of these stories that come out about, say, like Al Lauer or something, where he has people come over and watch him. They sit together and watch tapes of him. That kind of stuff. Really? On his show. Yeah, that kind of thing. That is strange. Yeah. Um, I can say this because he'll never listen to the podcast, but Zach Woods from Silicon Valley has never seen anything or heard anything that he's ever done. Yeah. Ever. So he's never seen the show Silicon Valley. He's never seen the movie In the Loop. He's he's never watched any of the episodes of The Office that he's on. And that seems so strange to me that you're you wouldn't even look at or pay attention to your work. Like imagine if when I was a legal secretary, very masculine job, they let me wear skirts on Fridays. Uh, in Chicago, I used to be a legal secretary. Imagine if I just typed something out and I was like, I'm not going to look at that. I just, I can't, I, I'll, I'll be too critical. Because uh, you can't do that with a job like that. But with uh, this, and, and, and it, it varies. I the same way. Unless I have to edit something, I don't ever want to watch it or hear it. Really? It's, yeah, it's just too painful. You know who else says that is Tom, Tom Cruise. He says unless he's producing something... He can't watch himself. He just can't do it. He won't do it, um, which I think is good in some cases, you know. Yeah. Uh, but the experience that I had with him on Rock of Ages, he had me go into his trailer and watch the scene of him the, where I, that I'm interacting with him, and he left the trailer. So he left me alone yeah. in his trailer. It's painful to watch yourself. It is. Yeah. Especially the old. It is painful guy. to be in Tom Cruise's trailer by yourself <laughs> watching a scene of him as a directive from Tom Cruise. Because you can't really say to him, like, this is a little bit weird. Uh, you know, you're just leaving me alone. And also, aren't you afraid that I'm going to, like, rifle through your stuff or something like that? Yeah. But I would never so do what'd that. So what would you find? 
What did I find in there? When you rifle through a uh, He actually, <laughs> he eats the placentas of small children oh. to stay young forever. Uh, uh, I had heard rumors, but I wasn't yeah. sure. And I, I'm actually, I'm going to take that back. That's not the case because I know he's a big fan of the show. So Yeah, yeah. Well, you just, you, I'm ch- doing a topic change here, but you were mentioning something about the hotel. This may be more as a, a practical living, uh, but uh, we're going to jump around a little bit about the hotel leaving the, when you're leaving your hotel. Well, what uh, I've been liking lately, and our sound guy, who is cash right now, is doing a great job. In an inefficient and out-of-date way, we bring you Practical Living in the Modern Age. So what I've been doing, I don't know how often you guys stay at hotels, but what I've been doing lately is I check in, and then I only exit and enter through the side door. And then I, you know, you don't need to check out anymore. They just charge your credit card. And so I like the idea of checking in and then disappearing. We never heard from him again. Yeah. They, they never cleaned his room. He kept the rooms, you know, do we, did he ever even stay here? Right. And then you also get to avoid that really awkward thing where if you make eye contact with someone, we obviously stay in a lot of hotels. If you make eye contact with someone at the front desk, there is, it is awkward. You feel like you have to say hello. They feel like they have to say hello. They've already done that a hundred times that day. If you don't say hello, you kind of walk away from it being like, did, you know, is yeah. that hotel clerk being like, yeah. oh, you're the one motherfucker that doesn't say hello, huh? <laughs> and so I, I like to slip in and out of, you know, that side do door. You, do you eat at the hotel? I, I, I have a theory, practical living in the modern age, uh, of I don't I don't know about eating at the hotel uh, restaurant. I always think that's foolish because these are all people that were too do you lazy. Eat the hotel breakfast. I'll do that, but I'm talking about the restaurant like for dinner. Yeah, it's not festive. These are all people that were too tired to leave the hotel. They're, they have that in common. Yeah, They're exhausted. There's never anything festive about the, the and restaurant there aren't a lot of like great restaurants. You don't hear a lot of people be like, oh. The Residence Inn Marriott on uh, Parkway 23 in New Jersey has the most delicious restaurant that you can ever go to. You don't hear that, but you you eat the breakfast. Yeah. When you wake up, I'm in just time saying for the that. restaurant, the dinner is not festive. I, I I ate the the hotel breakfast for so many years, and then um, I asked, I just out of the blue, I don't know why, but somebody was replacing the biscuits. And I was like, pretty cool, huh? You uh, you get free breakfast every day. And they just looked at me and they go, I don't eat this. And I was like, holy shit. If the person that works there is like, I'm not going to touch that sausage with a 10-foot train whistle, uh, then I do not want to be a part of that at all. So I kind of quit doing that. I usually don't wake up in time for the breakfast. No. Which I, is always an rare. awkward call. And, and actually, this trip, I had... Another kind of like overstepping your bounds with your social judgment. And I, excuse me, I've been drinking um, sugar-free Red Bull all day. Um, uh, I called down at like 10.10 and I said, hey, are they still serving breakfast? Um, You know, how long do you serve breakfast? And the woman said, "Uh, till 9 o'clock. And I said, oh, okay. And she goes, oh, no, wait, no, no, Uh, 10 o'clock. And I said, oh, so yeah, so I just missed it. And she's like, well, yeah, I mean, you woke up after 10. And then she hung up. <laughs> and I was like, don't judge my sleeping habits. Like, don't be like, well, you know, you slept in, so you missed out, okay, asshole? So next time, set the alarm. 
and then I've had wake up calls once or twice where people are like, I'll set two wake up calls. And then in the second wake up call, I'm like, thank you so much. And I had a person, I think it was in Philadelphia, in fact, where uh, the person was like, are you really awake? Like, are you gonna are you gonna take this wake up seriously? Because I just did one 15 minutes ago, and I'm not looking to do another one. Okay, uh, so I think that you know that's strange. Some people kind of will, you know, will judge you when they don't really need to. I, I don't like to the, judge I, me I for really carrying don't a like the, Yeah, I really don't like the judging on sleeping in. I don't like that expression, sleeping in, because we go to sleep later. Yeah, we do go. To we sleep work in. the swing shift. We yeah. we go to sleep late, and I, I don't like the you know. Whenever you're staying at somebody's house, it's very embarrassing. Like, oh, you're going to sleep in tomorrow? And I don't get out parents. You know, I don't wake you up at 8 p.m. when you're sleeping. Like, right, hey, and you go, hey, hey, it's time to work. Hey, yeah, let's get to work. Yeah. We got to sell liquor till 1 in the morning. Yeah, uh, I, I really don't like the stigma of sleeping late. Because uh, you're not sleeping late if yeah, you and went also, to sleep late. Also, I heard my father all the time, all the time. And he'll never hear this because he doesn't listen to the podcast. Uh but he he always sort of uh, chastises me for sleeping in too late, you know. Just like he's never taught me to carve a turkey, ever. I've I've asked him every Thanksgiving, "Will you teach me how to carve uh, the turkey?" And then I'll go and I'll do something. I'll make a drink or I'll go talk to somebody. I'll come back and he'll have already carved it, and I'll be like, "Why did you do that?" And he's like, "Well, you know, you weren't here. You weren't." there at the time where we carved the turkey and he does the same thing when i wake up a little bit later he's like well yeah it looks like we can't uh, do anything this morning because of how late you woke up turkey's been carved and yeah turkey's already been carved every it's morning we have turkey for breakfast <laughs> turkey and cranberry sauce that's the miller household breakfast uh no but we you know and i found out a little while ago uh you know a few years ago but my mother told me that uh, her parents, when they first met my father, uh, her father didn't like him really because he was always sleeping in. And he would say, hey, did what's his name? Uh, uh, is what's his name up yet or is he just going to keep sleeping all day? So my father used to do the thing that he, that he is mean to me about. And I think that's very strange. So I'm going to encourage my children to sleep into the evening. You know what I mean? Go yeah. to bed and sleep till 6 p.m., yeah. 8 p.m. Take and a, skip school. Take a barbecue. I take my kids yeah. out of school all the time. I don't have them go to school that often. Do you if let you... I want them to do... Cash has yeah. two kids. Um, yeah, two little kids. Uh, uh, Win and Chance. Chance, yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm Win's godfather, and I've yeah. met him probably, what do you think, three times? <laughs> <laughs> it's a long drive to, uh, to, where, to, to Manhattan especially, Beach. Especially, yeah. Um, especially from Nyack. But, I mean, I, do you think you're going to let them sleep in? Will you come? Oh, yeah. I let them sleep, and I, I'm always encouraging my wife to just let them, let them go, and... Uh, they're good kids. Can I tell you so one quick story? You know what's weird about how, yes, I but also it sounded thing. so weird. You're like, you know I'm what? always encouraging my wife to just let them go. It kind of sounded like you're like, just open the door. And if they want to, <laughs> if they want to go off, let them be off. Like letting Can a dog, I, uh, like letting a dog go or something <laughs> in the middle of the forest. Like go now, you're free. I want to make sure I get this on the podcast so someday my son can, can hear uh, my sort of rendition of this story. We went to spring training. Yeah. My son is seven. And both of my sons wanted a ball really badly. And uh, we got down close to the field, uh, right near the dugout with the Giants. And every inning, uh, they would try to get a ball. 
And some balls came over there. You know, they throw them into the crowd at spring training, and uh, you get one or you don't. About the fifth or sixth inning, uh, my son Wynn, who's five, he uh, uh, somebody caught a ball, an adult. Drink up, you guys. Yeah, drink up. This this story lasts seven hours. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my my uh, my son uh, uh, got a ball because this adult caught a ball and gave it to my son, and uh, he's five. And uh, this this story is very heartfelt, so I can't I can't take drink orders during the. It's just the worst. It's just the worst timing for. No, I just think it's such a great story that uh, we're gonna need that, drinks. That's for why it. we're all ordering drinks it's just, right it was now. It's such a weird time. So, so I'm fine. I'm fine. It was such a weird time to. Sort of kind of, <laughs> I only wanted this so my son could listen to it someday, and and uh, I don't want him hearing the background. So did you want a Budweiser or a Heineken? Because I want him to hear this someday and just let you know, just just so you can understand when you hear the end of it. So this adult catches the ball, gives it to my five year old, and everyone cheers. About an inning later, this 12-year-old catches a ball and gives it to my 7-year-old, Chance. Whoa. And he, uh, he said no. What? He said he didn't, he didn't, he's, he didn't, he, he said thank you, but I, I appreciate it, but no. And he gave it back to the 12-year-old. And um, What a little ungrateful asshole. No, no, no. No, I think he, well, here's what happened. So, so I went and thanked the 12-year-old and his dad. I go, that was the most gracious thing I've ever seen. The crowd was all watching this. And... Uh, I said to Chance, I'm like, how come you didn't want the ball? And he goes, I, I, I mean, I want the ball. He goes, but I didn't catch it myself. I didn't earn it. And also, we have enough balls for our family. We have, we have a ball, and that's enough for our family. And I was like, what seven-year-old would be that unselfish? I was so proud of him. And I was like, about to cry. I was like, this is amazing. I mean, my son is so unselfish. He wanted a ball so badly, but he didn't want it to get it that way. It just said a lot about a seven-year-old. And then two innings later, he caught a ball. And uh, there was yeah, and the crowd, yeah, why not? and the crowd, the crowd. I have another Budweiser. Yeah. <laughs> but the crowd went crazy. They had been watching this drama for nine innings, and they went. They were so proud of him, and so was I. I was about to cry. I was like, "This is the most amazing moment." And he like held it in the air, and it was just anyway. I wanted to tell that story so someday he can uh, hear it. You know, uh, I think that's a so great one story. thing I love about this podcast is sometimes we can chronicle stuff that's going on in our lives. Absolutely, and, like yeah. I want to chronicle the fact that uh, judging by last night's Late Show crowd, which almost completely was from Jersey. Uh, at that moment when uh, you said that Chan said we have a, one ball one ball is enough for our family uh, yeah. I, I did have the inclination because I've been around people from New Jersey so much to say that's what she said because <laughs> they've been yelling that a lot yeah. they really they yelled two people yelled that that went out of style in the early 2000s I think that yeah I've heard that's that a lot said. this week I mean what would you do if somebody in conversation you were talking to them and they were like what's that wouldn't you just walk away immediately? You would just end See, the See, that one I kind of want. I kind of so want that to make a comeback. Yeah, a little bit. I still really? Think the I, I kind of still think it it's... It never made any sense, though. I know. I still kind of think it's it. funny. Uh, how's your... Uh, speaking Maybe it'll of, get uh, retro. Uh, how's your uh, mate for life? That's what I call my wife now. I say oh. I don't say my wife. That that denotes some level of ownership. I'll say we're we're this is this is April. This we, is we're your, mating for life. Oh, your How's mate your, yeah, for life. I yeah. thought you said maid for life. M a i d. And, and I was like, that's pretty mean. <laughs> uh, and then I thought, well, maybe you know I can change that to made m a d e for life because. Once you get married to a wonderful woman, you're kind of made. You're, you're mating made for life. Are you two mating for life? Are you mated yet? Not yet, Not yet but it could okay. happen. No, no, no. 
Not for sure. It's early. Well, you know, it's is it early? How long have you guys been dating? A little over two years. Okay. That's early. You guys should yeah. wait and see what the deal is. Do you yeah. live together? Practical okay. living in the modern age. Never marry someone that you haven't lived with and never marry someone you haven't traveled with. I, I, I agree with the travel thing, but I don't know about the living thing. I think the, tra the traveling thing is so important, and that's actually why I think Kate and I do so well is we, we, we were lucky enough to take a couple trips and travel together uh, early on. We met in college. But early on, um, we were able to take a trip or two, and we just worked well in small spaces. It's kind of like it's 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 almost like choreography. You gotta if you're in a small bathroom, you gotta really figure out how to kind of move around, and and I think that that's a really important part of um, you know finding out who the mate is that you want to mate with for life. <laughs> you really make it sound monkey like. I, no, well, we are we're choosing to mate for life, and uh, you know, lots of mating happens, so that's okay. We just went through. Uh, uh, we we went through IVF, which is in vitro fertilization. Uh, we we actually. Um, you can give me a round of applause. I have a frozen daughter, so I am a father of a frozen child. And that's been. Thank you so much. That's been. I I like how you set it up here on the podcast, but in the green room, there are a few people. He's just come around and said, "I have a frozen daughter." <laughs> Without any of the uh, preamble about the and the that other does part. sound a little so like people, I'm openly being a sociopath. That's yeah. like yeah, I got a baby in the freezer. Yeah, literally. So people have taken that. You should see people's response. They kind of pause for a second. And but look it was at each other. it was such a funny experience because <laughs> kind of what you're saying with the mate for life thing. Uh, you know, they, the way that they talk about it, they're like, okay, so we're going to give you shots and we want to optimize your uh, ovulation cycle. And then we're hoping that your estrogen reaches, uh, you know, uh, it, it's it's optimal point. Uh, and then, of course, you we give you a trigger shot and then we're going to harvest the eggs. And uh, there is nothing romantic about having children like that. Like the candles are gone and they use the word harvest. Like that is so gross and weird and reminds me of the movie Aliens. Like I don't, I don't know what to do about it. Just harvesting eggs seems real gross. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, we harvested one successful living daughter. And so she's frozen right now. But I, I was telling you this. This is kind of a head trip. When she is born in like a year or whenever, uh, she will be a daughter that was actually born now, like when we were 36. Yeah. And if we have the kid when we're 37 or something, that she will still be a daughter from two people that are 36. So she's already born but hasn't really been born into the... Does that... See, that's how hard it is to understand. Like, I don't even know how to explain how strange that is, that there'll be a child from the past that is born in the future and but will be considered. So it's like, what do you do? Like, is her birthday the day that she really was like born and, you know, was or was is it the day that she came out of Kate's vagina? <laughs> or, or by the time we have the kid, the technology. This is made, when the drink guy should have walked in. Yeah, <laughs> right during that moment. Hey, do you want Budweiser, Miller? But yeah, I'm trying. I'm, try <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to talk about this frozen daughter. And uh, earlier, you just told a. Uh, I know. I know a, 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 a story about your children that got a full-on applause. Yeah. No, you're gonna you're gonna have a daughter that's gonna catch that ball and just. 
you know. Keep uh, it. By then, they're, by the time you... <laughs> fucking sell it on eBay. Bedazzle it and sell it on Etsy. <laughs> Essentially, this is Essential Questions of Human Nature. And that's the question. I mean, uh, if there is an apocalypse... Uh, do we need yeah, to? Yeah, now's, now's the part where we really lift this up. This is we're no, performing it's, it's a levity a live. Thing. We're going to bring a lot of levity it's, to this. It's, a, here. it's a positive thing. Do we need to claim? I, I was I was daydreaming about claiming a cave. You know, if you claim a cave, I feel like the person, the people that claim a cave early, because I, I was reading something about uh, people that actually have uh, bunkers, uh, and they're trying to sort of attract someone from the opposite sex, saying, you know, I have, we have a, uh, what is it, a safe. A safe haven? Uh, What is it called? Uh, Now, it's not a safe room. We're talking about like a... Sanctuary? Yeah, but no, it's like a... A safe house? Yeah, like a a bunker in a mountain type thing. I love that you were the one that was like a bunker. (laughs) If you guys could see him, he has like a green mohawk. He's the one drinking Red Bull. And we now know that he lives in a bunker somewhere hidden in East Nyack. Yeah. Do you have, I mean, are you single? Are you single? No, no. Okay, because if you were single, I could see you claiming a cave. And then the apocalypse happened. You're like, I got it. I'm, the, I'm one of the few with the cave. You know, those guys are going to be really popular. And I'm just saying, if you're single, that might be a thing to do. Is to get a bunker? A bunker, a cave, so when something. You're, you're saying on the on the verge of an apocalypse, you yeah. want to build a bunker as a single person yeah. Yeah. to try and attract another person. Yeah, yeah, because that'd be a real easy opening line. I, I'm sure a lot of women would respond to a guy at a bar being like, "So you know, I got a bunker. Uh, it's right around the corner here, actually, but it's uh, bomb-proof and." Uh, has enough food and water for about uh, six months to a year. So if you want to go back to my place and stay there for eight months, uh, we can wait for the war to be over. Uh, yeah. Okay. couple more practice. Maybe freeze a couple kids. Who knows? <laughs> couple more essential questions. When someone says to you, uh, you're not what I expected. Has any has anything positive ever been said after that? It's no, always, always, it's always it's a terrible. I don't want them to continue talking when I hear that. <laughs> I don't want an explanation for what they meant. I already know it's bad. For some reason, they expected terrible things, or they're disappointed in what they expected. Either right? Way, yeah, yeah. You're, I don't really. You're not what I. It. You're not what I expected. You're the greatest person I've ever met. <laughs> right. Yeah, and I don't like. I'm okay with you're taller than I expected. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I I can take that sometimes, but I hate when people are like, "Whoa, you're much bigger in real life. Like, you're much bigger than I expected." And I'm like. Why are you telling me that? Like, what information is that? And also, don't you realize that if you're watching a television screen, all of the people are tiny. Even if you have a big screen TV, they're smaller than real life people. So part of me just wants to tell them like, yes, all human beings are regular human being size when they're not on a screen. Um, And then give them a little... What Can percentage I tell story real quick or go ahead? Yeah, yeah. I just want one other follow-up question. Yeah, sure, what, sure. what percentage of the time when people say he's a piece of work? Uh, is that a compliment? Oh, last night. Yeah, because I think it's very rare. I often when I don't want to put someone down and they leave the room, I'll go, Oh, that guy was a, a piece of work. Uh but do you is it ever a compliment? And then, to say well, he's a what piece Cash of work? does is he says, um he says, Whoa, that, he, he was a real piece of work and he 
uh, he waits to see if the per because you can find out how the other person feels about like he was a real piece of work. Like yeah, I couldn't believe he said some of that. Yeah, stuff. it's a test. Like, it's yeah, a I test know. Line. I mean, what a piece of work, right? <laughs> but if you're like, well, he was a real piece of work, and the other person is like. Yeah, he really was. There's something to him. And you're like, yeah, I liked him. What a piece of work. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's there's ambiguity to that that I think can be really, really helpful. Um, guys, we have to do a section we like to call. It's a working Until title. Until they think of a better name for it. This is Tweedalize. It's a it's a working title. Uh, some people like to call it. Uh, oh, then this is my uh, least favorite part of the podcast. Wait, oh, oh. Some people like it. The tweet of the moment. Some people like to call it that. Other people like to call it yeah, Turn the tweet around <laughs> yeah, Turn the tweet around Other people like to call it Tweet Harvey When you're not stuck You guys can't see it But there's someone friendly. right outside Looking at me like What the fuck <laughs> Other people like to uh, call it I keep tweeting on Turning back the tweets. Some of these aren't even puns. They don't, say, they don't even sound like the song. How can we tweet while the beds are burning? <laughs> Do you know that expression? You Other mean? people like to call it. Tweet hat. Tweet hat. No one wants to be retweeted. All right, that one made sense. Okay. We, we really do have security and servers walking by Wait, the glass doors uh, right now that are just looking in like uh, we should not have allowed them to do this show at all. And you know that's you know that's uh, expression you make a better door than a window. You definitely make a better podcast host than a sound guy, uh, or maybe even a vocalist. I mean, and how can you get that high up falsetto wise? Well, you know, a lot of people like to call it tweet. Okay, I get that one, yeah. But what about Tweet Caroline? Oh, that's a good one. Tweet Caroline. Why, why did I tweet, tweet, tweet. Why did I just ask him to do another one? Uh, most you, people like to call no. it you. <laughs> yeah. Tell me the things you wanna do for me. I slam it on a look and I think I see take it to the tweets. Feels like we can move on. <laughs> Take it to the trees. <laughs> I need to find some of your tweets here. Uh, yeah, I mean, you would need to have Twitter up. Have uh, you? Or or have looked at them before the show? But I have you tweeted that. about the frozen baby? I have not. Uh, only the pod, only the twelve and a half, and the people in this room know that I am the father of a frozen daughter. Um, most of my tweets lately have just been trying to tell people about uh, shows tonight. Um, but I like to look up Cash's tweets because he doesn't tweet very often. So tweet but when he does, it's very meaningful. They do not make sense at all. Some of them. Uh, you, uh, yeah, so Cash Four Days tweeted, uh, my son just really boosted my confidence asking, what's more old school, you or the pyramids? <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag not ideal. <laughs> not ideal. That's something my wife and I say to each other all the time. Kids say so many things. Not that, ideal. Yeah, kids, kids say a lot of things that hurt your feelings, right? 
You uh, wrote, thanks, you are now my best friend. May I borrow $23? Yeah. <laughs> and at the time, I did need I don't know what that was in response to, but I like it. Uh, hi, 12 and a half. This is Cash Levy. Hi, 12 and a half. I need an audio expert or wizard, preferably okay. with magical yeah. powers, in the LA area to help me with something. Is that you? So here's what's weird about this. Okay. You are asking for someone, and then you're saying, is it you? <laughs> So you're asking them if they are the person that you're asking anybody to be. Again. Uh, 2.23.18. Yeah, you don't tweet very often. You tweet a little bit more. Um, so almost a month ago, uh, and this is the third tweet since the top of his timeline, Cash writes, um, it's really just a matter of time before we all slip and fall in the shower. That is so depressing because it is so true. I lately have been getting in the shower being like, is this the time? So I totally agree. Are you kind of looking forward to when you have those walk-in bath showers at at some point or no? Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. We actually, in New York, we have a, we don't have a bathtub. We have a shower that you can just walk into, which I really, really like. And it doesn't, you know, I don't know who decided to combine the shower and the tub. But I'm sure yeah. it seemed like a good idea at the time, but the, the curvature of the tub makes it very dangerous to shower in. So I think you gotta pick one or the other, but you can't have both. That's my opinion. And it's not- Like 85% of superheroes, this is Masters. Okay, we're gonna do some live Masters, masters too. Yep. And, uh, but- so you guys will get an opportunity, but you'll hear some Maskers from the internet. And then you'll all have an opportunity to ask a question that is not about masks, but is about anything that you think we may be a master in. Um, Greg Zilla, who, one of our favorites, writes, uh, aren't raisins just grape jerky? <laughs> they kind of are, yeah. Raisins are grape jerky. I just think of grapes as young raisins. That reminds me of Mitch Hedberg, my favorite joke from him, where he says... We uh, do a lot of other people's jokes on the podcast. <laughs> Where he's like, I saw uh, uh, Wino eating some grapes. I said, hey, man, have some patience. <laughs> That's a he also joke. has the, uh, uh, do you want a frozen banana? No, but I want a regular banana later. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> um, I love this. Now, for those of you that don't, um, and very few of you in the audience uh, know about um, my hatred for Nancy Grace, but Nancy Grace is a human trash can full of dog shit that is on fire. Uh, she's a fear-mongering piece of human shit uh, that inspires a culture of fear. One time I saw uh, she was on her television show and underneath the caption read, old people being raped in nursing homes. What are we supposed to do about that? What, why? And that's just so dark and weird and mean and a lot of the stuff that she says doesn't mean anything but lucas pfeiffer at fife dog nice one uh writes at cash leaving at not tj miller if nancy grace gazes upon medusa who turns to stone (laughs) and i gotta say i think medusa turns to stone because nancy grace's face looks like it was hit by a shovel and then someone hit that shovel with another shovel And then cut a bulldog's face off and smash it against hers. <laughs> I really do hate her. I really, really do. I think she's bad for culture. She, yeah, she's the worst. Okay, um, when we started the show, I was like, I'm not going to, I don't want a show where we put down celebrities or talk about pop culture, but except for Nancy Grace, we can rip on her. 
as much as yeah, we we're She's never terrible. negative about it. Someone everybody. wrote, and I'm not sure who it was. I feel bad that I, I didn't write down who it was, but they wrote uh, Donkey and the Jeff, all about that ass. So those of you who haven't don't listen to the podcast, see how he's laughing. The, yeah, that's an inside joke on the podcast about a radio show called Donkey and the Jeff. Donkey and the Jeff, and it's uh, just this guy named Jeff and a donkey. And we imagine that the donkey is very popular, and so he gets the most calls. And like, if Jeff interrupts the donkey, the producers kind of approach him, and they're like, "It's called Donkey and the Jeff, uh, you know, not vice versa." So yeah. just stay so out Jeff of donkey's doesn't get way. To say much, yeah. Right, Rick Stevens and the cat. It starts is with Rick main. Stevens and the cat. Uh, <laughs> you're like, you're tuning into Rick Stevens and the cat, and it's this poor guy Rick Stevens who's like. Well, uh, so it's me and this cat, so we're just going to wait for the cat to be out. And then meow. the cat went on a tour with the donkey, and <laughs> they didn't get a, along at all. They, yeah, they have because separate, Rick Stevens like, separate and green rooms. Rick yeah. Stevens and Jeff also went on a tour, and it didn't work at all. Uh, it's very complicated. It's not yeah. true, and I don't know why we wasted your time talking about it. Jimothy Diggs, at Jimothy Diggs. Which, if his real name is Jimothy, I like you, Jimothy, a lot. <laughs> That's a combination of Timothy and Jim. Don't correct me on that, sir. Uh, Jimothy Diggs writes, Pyramids at Giza, the original frat house beer can pyramid or the pre-Corvette phallic compensator? That's actually pretty interesting. Yeah, that's a... That's a the pyramids would be the first frat house kind of beer can pyramid... And yeah, before a Corvette, that would be the biggest way to compensate for a small train whistle. <laughs> uh, will you, you have any more, or should we take some live ones? Um, this is so fun. Thank you guys so much for coming. Give yourselves a round of applause just for being awesome. Yeah, and, let's do uh, a few live ones. Anybody? We done, uh, yeah, we haven't done these in a long time. You know, we haven't. We just haven't done this in a long time. Uh, Barbara, so. uh, this is. Uh, Barbara Streisand? At T. T. Krush. Uh, Barbara Streisand with braces. Yantel, gone dental. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Johnny Old Chap. At Johnny Old Chap writes, We're Starbucks barista passive aggressive action. Oh, this is okay, a good you one. You guys yeah. can chime in. Uh, can't change a 20. Or... Toasting your bagel upside down or using a jet engine to grind beans during orders. Uh, I think toasting your bagel upside down, I don't think that would change the bagel really. Yeah. And uh, can't change a 20, I think is, I guess that's kind of passive aggressive, yeah. but what yeah. if you really can't change a 20? I, I paid in cash recently somewhere. And uh, they thought, they looked at me like I was some old piece of trash <laughs> from another time. They were like, are you not able to get a credit card? Like, what happened to you? They, like, looked at me kind of, like, meanly while they had to count out the change. Like, oh, so I have to use these metal coin things now? Great. And I have to count? Fuck you. I wanted to waste Did paper you tell them and have you, you sign you, something that we'll never look at again. <laughs> Did you tell them you've claimed a cave? Uh, no, I didn't tell him I've claimed a cave. Uh, but I always wonder, has there ever been someone that disputed a charge because the signature didn't look like theirs? No. Right? Like, has anybody ever been like, hey, I didn't buy that, okay? And, and, and I, want, I, want to see, I want to see the proof that I was the one that bought that. 
And then you, you look at the signature, and you're like, I would never sign my name like that. That's not me at all. <laughs> as a joke, I usually sign it where it goes way, just uh, as big as possible over the entire thing. Over the entire receipt? So, yeah, so I'll, it'll be like, you know, and then I'll draw funny lines and stuff. Because I've tested do you ever, it out. Do you ever do a little smiley face? I've tested it out. Yeah, I'll just do I have, a, I have a smiley face on my driver's license uh, signature. I put a little smiley face okay, there. Yeah. And K8, my uh, wife does, uh, she said she's been practicing her signature. She said that since we got married. And um, it is incomprehensible. I mean, you can't tell what letters are in it. And it's gigantic <laughs> like that. It's much, much bigger than it needs to be. Yeah. It kind of looks like she's compensating. It's sort it of the Pyramid of Giza. Your, yeah, <laughs> the Pyramid of Giza of signatures. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Do we have any uh, maskers here? Tonight, any Anybody questions? Anybody have any live questions? Yes. Yes. Uh, is it still considered public urination if it's raining? Is it still considered? No, I think it's adding to the effort of nature. <laughs> I think you're just doing your part in some ways. Really, truly, right? Yeah. yeah. And also, why is public urination? Especially if you're on the top of a building, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. It just blends And is, is that the only time that it's safe to urinate off the top of a building without hurting someone's feelings? Yeah. Is when it's raining. <laughs> There's a lot the of case. questions when you have two little kids, and you'll know this when you unfreeze your 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 baby. But um, there's well, a lot of questions. We may keep her frozen, raise yeah. her that way. There's a lot of questions I mean? with guys in particular about where you can pee and where you can't, and it's it's there's a lot of discussion. It's interesting. And my son will be like, "But we peed over there." I'm like, "I know, but there's no one around. You're behind a tree, partially, uh, you know, not completely exposed. But this is right out in the open." In the thoroughfare. In the thoroughfare. You are in an intersection. Yes, actually. there's a fountain. Like, but the fountain's peeing. In the, I know, but it's a fountain. They Fount, don't yeah, fountains are to allowed fountain. to pee. Right, yeah. exactly. Fountain is fine. Yeah. And if is, you can look like you're a part of the fountain. And w wouldn't it be a great, I think it would be nice to at least one time be urinating into a fountain and have a police officer be like, hey, you can't do that. And you point up to the little baby at the fountain and be like, but he's doing it. <laughs> Um, what else? Any, any other questions? Any other ones? If yeah. not, what do we got? Okay, go ahead. Is uh, continental breakfast really breakfast? Mm. I don't know. And do, and is it always continental? And why do they call it that? I mean, there's so many questions about a continental breakfast. And what is it? It's it's like a pastry. Yeah, usually. And some bagel. Like a bagel. No, or no bacon. Yeah, it's yeah, their way. No, of, there's no there's no meat. It's to their way a, of saying this breakfast is gonna suck. <laughs> Right? Yeah, it's it's cheap for us. They it's just call it the they just call it the cheap for us breakfast. The cheap for us breakfast. Yeah, I mean, and yeah. you're ne you're never blown away by a continental breakfast. You yeah. can be blown away by a breakfast buffet. Yeah, no I think we've yeah. all yeah. walked into a place and seen a breakfast buffet and been like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. They have waffles and pancakes and French toast. Right. I I right. just had an erection that knocked over the sneeze guard at the buffet. <laughs> But no one's ever said they have the greatest continental breakfast. Yeah, you're there. not going to believe it. The si they have different size croissants. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's absolutely incredible. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a cybersecurity student. And, um, That's scary. <laughs> <laughs> just all those words in a row. It's oh, our, um, I was wondering, uh, without blocking the webcam on your laptop, what's the most effective way to hide your face? Uh, just block your face with another laptop. <laughs> 
So what I do is I get one of those cheap laptops and I duct tape it around my face. And then I just hope that I can type the right stuff and just do it by intuition. It is true that, yeah, Nick Vatterot's got a joke about uh, he his father keeps a little piece of tape over the camera uh, to prevent people from watching him. And uh, Nick always says, he goes... Uh, why Why would the government be, like, what are they watching my dad do? Just, like, hunt for the control key for a really long time and then and then give up and, like, have a tough time with the touchpad? And they're just in a room somewhere in the United States, like, National Security Department, like, come, come on back, he's trying to open a Dr. Pepper. Let's do it, but he chews his nails, so he's having a tough time with the can. Everybody in here! Um... Well, I think hey that's guys, good. If there's any other questions, good. you know, uh, uh, we have a special guest. Special? Well, we have a special thing we're going to do together. Yeah, but I want my special guest to announce it. Oh, okay, okay. My little friend. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Well, can I tell one quick story first? I, I Last night, when the driver dropped us off at the hotel, we're staying at two separate hotels for oh, some the, reason. Oh, that's right. You told me this. And he was like, he was like. Uh, you know, I go, how long does it take to get in Manhattan? He's like, most people it takes an hour. Me, it takes about 20, 20 minutes. And I'm like, well, well, how how would that be? He's like, I like to race cars in my spare time. So, you know, I like to really defeat time. <laughs> That's what he really said. Yeah. He no, goes, didn't he say bend? He liked to bend and change the rules of time. <laughs> and I go, well, I go, he goes, but I don't do that with comedians in the car. I take your careers very seriously in your lives. So you're not going to see that from me now. And tell and him that like, he was driving a... He was driving a Hyundai. And, uh, <laughs> and so we, we got, we got, I got out of his car. I, I kind of did the two taps on the top. I was like, hey, man, thanks for keeping me alive here uh, and not kind of, you know, bending time and, you know, changing the parameters of, uh, you know, space time and, and space. Speed, yeah. And I closed the door and he did like a spin out on the way out of the parking lot <laughs> and like basically burned rubber all the way around the hotel, like I guess to show off. And it inspired me and inspired us to do what we're about to do. do you well, want to the only it? thing that would have been better, I think, yeah. is if he was like, <laughs> you know, because it is funny to me that it, like most people it takes about 45 minutes to an hour. For me, it takes 20 minutes. And you say, yeah. why? And yeah. he's, you know. I just think it'd be funny for if he was just like, well, I'm very unsafe. <laughs> and, and the only thing that would have impressed you more uh, than him burning rubber out of a hotel parking yeah. lot, I think is if right before he was like, hey, man. <laughs> so what I'm going to do is something very special that goes a lot better live <laughs> than it does on the podcast. And that is... I have a ventriloquist dummy, as everyone in the room can see, and it's very easy to do a ventriloquist dummy on a podcast. Uh, uh, watch, have you been having fun uh, the, uh, during the show? Yeah, I sure have. <laughs> it's been great. <laughs> now, you can't see that, but the eyes move and so do the eyebrows. And the eyebrows are an important component of this dummy because I bought it and K8 said... I don't want that thing in the house. It's, it's creepy. It's scary. It's from Goosebumps. I don't like it. It freaks me out. And I, but I got one where the eyebrows move. So the eyes move, you know, and the mouth moves, of course. But when I showed her that the eyebrows move like that, she was like, 
Oh, okay, he can stay. <laughs> um, but I was hoping uh, that we could announce all three of us what we're about yeah, to do. Let's go. The, thank it's, you guys we so much thank for, you for the coming podcast. out to the podcast. We really appreciate um, it. And we hope maybe that you can come to the show at 7 p.m. But in between that, would you guys be interested in go going go kart racing? Yeah, because they have free go karts. There's yeah. a go kart racing place right next door. I think yeah. right two doors yeah. down. We'll figure yeah. out when. We got you. It's two doors all, down. Is it down? It's, it's been free. in the basement. It's downstairs. It's free for our new we friends. We got here. all yeah. of you free go kart passes. We're going to go karting. Right you guys ready? So if you guys are up for it, would you like to go go karting? Just for a little while. Um, so right, let's go. Let's go. go. Thanks, guys. Thanks let's for coming. Let's go, Kurt. <laughs>